four, three, two, one. That sounded like audio hell. <laughs> okay, it'll, like... it's fine. It'll be fine. You'll do great. I believe in you. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to put all these affirmations up top. So <laughs> just start you out on a high when you go to edit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so on Twitter the other day, uh, Casey and Canada Laura, of all things, were talking about children's books and their distaste <laughs> for them. I don't I'm... remember what the context was, actually. <laughs> I don't Do you? either. Someone said something was creepy, and I was like, yes, it's like that horrible book. <laughs> Love you forever. Yes. But I don't remember the original creepy thing. Twitter moves at lightning speed, so this it, might, have well it have, might as well have happened five years ago. <laughs> it does. We will never find it again. So I, I'm just going to step out of the way. Uh, we don't need an introduction for this. Uh, ladies, please yeah, take so it away. We bonded over our dislike of this book, I'll Love yes. You Forever. Yes, so by Robert Munch. My, Truly terrible. Oh, what a name. <laughs> I know. <laughs> my first introduction to this book was when I was dating Danny and really? his mom had it and talked about how much she loved it. I had it as a kid. <laughs> you did? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, it's I very mother son uh focused. Yeah. And okay, so for our listeners who aren't familiar, can you give like a quick little synopsis? Uh yes. If you've seen um Norman Bates and Psycho, <laughs> you're probably <laughs> probably close um no it's just so she's constantly rocking her baby to sleep at various ages from babyhood to teen and she's constantly pictured sneaking into his rooms watching him um and then he grows up and gets his own house and she drives across town with a ladder (laughs) on her car and if all the lights are out she opens the window and crawls across the floor and picks him up in his sleep and still rocks him asleep. And it's very unsettling. Quick question. <laughs> Asking two wives this, what would you do if you woke up and your husband's mother was in your room trying to rock him? I would die. I, I would, would literally have a heart attack. Call the police. <laughs> I mean, I'd change the locks on my door. <laughs> be like first thing on the to-do list the next day oh but then at the very end of the book like he's rapid- rocking her because she's dying and yeah it's just... but still the whole like i think it could have been fine if he figured out a like if if the guy if the writer could have figured out a way to like show a mother's love after babyhood that wasn't rocking right or stalking I think that's my biggest issue. Like, it's really sweet (laughs) and kind of overbearing. Okay. But yeah, the, the, like, sneaking into his room at night as a grown man is like, no, there's weird lines there. It's disturbing. This stopped being a sweet story. (laughs) I'm trying to encourage, like, a little bit of independence in my son. If I showed him that book, he'd probably be like, that's going to be us, mom. (laughs) And the other beef, do you remember the cover? Uh, you, yeah, can the you little boy is he playing like in the bathroom? He's, he's playing in the bathroom. So you're gonna give a toddler. I'm gonna show Casey because I have it in my hands. <laughs> okay. You're gonna give a toddler a picture of a very happy-looking, smiling boy sitting on a floor, throwing a watch in a toilet, toilet paper <laughs> everywhere, tubes of toothpaste squeezed on the floor, and like. Every day they're going to look at this picture and be like, oh, yeah, this is the book Mummy reads to me and it makes me happy. I should be doing the things that are on this picture. Like, no. Toddlers need more ideas on how to be destructive. Exactly. We wonder why things go in the toilet. And it's like, well, did you give them that book? That's your first I'm glad you brought up the cover. I've got an issue with the cover. So we learn in the book that he actually does flush the watch down the commode. Mm-hmm. On the, in the cover, he's looking at his mom almost showing the watch off like hey look at this oh yeah 
she, he's making eye contact. She like. could have got that watch. He's not like <laughs> he's not about to drop it in. He's got it in his hands, outstretched. She could have got the watch. She was too busy taking a picture for posterity to I then know. write the book. That's that's my gripe with the covers. She had it's... to take it for her Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All about the gram, even in 1986. <laughs> oh man, that book. She, the mom, executes a couple of high risk maneuvers, and I'm gonna say, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna surprise you here. The driving across town, that's that's not even number one. That's that's number two. <laughs> okay. Because at number two, you don't know what he's doing in that bed mm-hmm. with his wife. But the number one high-risk maneuver is going into a teenage boy's room. Yes. I will not ever. <laughs> you got to be careful just stalking your teenage boy like that. Uh. I know. It's just upsetting all around. <laughs> I'm getting upset just thinking about it. <laughs> I just if he was really asleep, she picked him up. Like that's the line it says over and over. I'm like, how are you checking if he's really asleep? I don't know. <laughs> there's just something really ominous about it. <laughs> oh man. Laura Laura, what's this mom's life like? What's she, what what's she into? <laughs> you know what? That's a really good question. Because it's always like she's complaining. Like, this kid's driving me crazy. The kitchen's a mess. All this stuff. But really, like, I don't know. She's just enabling all the crazy behavior. I don't think she has a lot going on. I think she watches her stories in the day. And, like, the old school soaps. Like, these are the days of our lives. And then at night, it's quiet. She doesn't know what to do with herself. So she's got to stare at her kid. She needs a hobby. What, what is what are her uh, what are her adult to adult relationships like? Oh my god! Well, like, is she married? Where's the dad? Why is the dad not mentioned? I I don't I think the dad is not in the picture. I don't know. I don't it's think he mysterious. would have allowed the driving across town. Maybe he didn't know. Maybe this is a problem. Oh, first, that she, had first she checked with. if he was really asleep. And then <laughs> exactly. she snuck out of the house. <laughs> exactly. Do you think she spikes their like food at mealtimes, like at supper, <laughs> just to really knock them out and then can she's, make sure they're she's really buying, She's buying the big container of melatonin. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. She's moved past the gummies. <laughs> I think if dad is there, I think that marriage is in trouble. He may be physically there, but that marriage is in trouble. Right. There's something wrong. Yeah. I agree. <sighs> yep. So we know that we know the dad has a kid because it, it gets passed on. Yeah, he has a daughter. He has a daughter. He grows oh. up and has a daughter. <laughs> Dr. Freud, paging I Dr. Freud. about this part. Mm-hmm. And then he starts to cycle anew with her. Well, yeah, more or less creepy with really, a dad and a daughter. Really, this book is a cautionary tale. <laughs> more than anything. <laughs> Would you say it was more or less creepy with dad and daughter as opposed to mother and son? Well, I have hope he can turn it around. You know what I mean? Like she's so young. Of course, he's going to rock a newborn baby to sleep. But maybe he's realized, like, okay, how I was raised, (laughs) cross some lines, and I am not going to do this with my... Like, there's still hope he can turn that around. Let's write a sequel about how dad and daughter come to have a respectful... Healthy boundaries. Healthy relationship as the daughter grows into a woman. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think that's how it's going. (laughs) I need closure, Casey. (laughs) I think it's going the other way. I think dad's going to be... Dad's going to overcompensate and be an absentee father, and she's going to be acting out, oh, look, looking wow. for looking for male affirmation. This has gone in, dark. In middle school. I don't know, Matthew. He's got, like, a V-neck fitted knit with a collared button-up shirt. Like, there's some preppy, uptight vibes going on here. Okay. I don't think he's going down the absentee dad road. Okay. He's too groomed and put together. This is my theory. Is is but is he the monster at the end of the book? 
Maybe the cycle continues. <laughs> okay, so your other your other hot take was some you you just surprised me with this one the the Grover book. There's a monster at the end of this book. Yes, I didn't know I didn't know about this book as a kid. And since discovering it, I have discovered it is a beloved book. Like, so many people love it. There's Mm -hmm. a local shop here that sells t-shirts with the cover on it. Oh, wow. And a friend of mine gave me the book. Casey, do you know this book? I don't. With Grover from Sesame Street? There's a monster at the end of this book? (sighs) I don't know. It is a master class in, like, lacking consent and gaslighting. It's horrifying. (laughs) The whole thing is him saying, please don't turn the page. Begging for mercy. Don't turn the page. There's a monster. I'm scared. While your kid keeps turning the page. And then at the very end, it's like, oh, I'm the monster. You were so scared. I told you there was nothing to be afraid of. Oh, my. No, sir. No. The receipts are here. No. I'm not not saying that that book can turn someone into a, into a serial killer. <laughs> I'm just saying it can accelerate the process if it's already begun. The lack of empathy is disturbing. <laughs> like toddlers need to learn empathy, not like oh, they every really time I do. say no, it's a funny game to do the opposite. Like, mm-mm. <laughs> and just the uh, like, there's like it. an implied hue. There's an implied humor there, too, of, like, Grover building these increasingly elaborate walls. Yes, like, brick walls and his tubes, and, like, he's constantly getting, like, hurt. Like, rock brick walls are, like, <laughs> collapsing on him and tying ropes around and begging, please. Like, it's very distressing. Poor guy. I know. It's stressful until he turns around and is like, see, I told you it was fine. And you're like, oh, oh. <sighs> Grover has a dark side. <laughs> so what what is uh what what is this left us with for for bedtime for you, Laura? We don't read stories at bedtime. Isn't that awful? No, it's not. Am <laughs> I in the bad mom club now? No. <laughs> uh, he he loves cars and trucks. So right now we've got like a big fire truck book that he loves going through pictures of and yeah do you have little blue truck we don't have little blue truck oh that's a good one okay it's got the animal noises it rhymes nice yeah it's a good one no boundaries and consent issues (laughs) no (laughs) it's also about it's about helping each other so see i like that yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) we're uh we're big little golden book people I had a lot of those when I was a kid. Yeah, so did I. For sure. The classics. I still think about Mr. Bell's fix-it shop and how he could fix anything, even broken hearts. (laughs) I think I I have that book still. Yeah, is it? My sister. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. My sister was the first, What like, there's only the two of us. And she had um, her son, like, seven or eight years ago. So she got all of our baby stuff passed down to her. So mm-hmm. she has the giant Golden Books collection. Ah. Mm-hmm. I think it's time for her to pass it down. Well, some of them didn't survive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good. What about Pokey Little Puppy? Do you have the Pokey Little Puppy? <laughs> oh, we did have that. I remember that one. That's that, fun. That, that dog ate good. <laughs> <sighs> oh. My sister had that book we helped Daddy memorized by the time she was like two. Aww. You just say the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, um, we, uh, we've been reading our children the erotic baptism at night. <laughs> oh, smart. Okay. <laughs> uh, that, that must have some fun conversations coming from it. <laughs> yeah. I still feel kind of, still feel kind of bad. Just a little bit that we drove that, that person underground <laughs> by talking about that book on the podcast. 
Oh, Kendra's looking at me now. I'm getting the death stare. When I <laughs> like, never bring that up again. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let me just go right into this. I've already forgotten everything else we're supposed to be talking about. <laughs> I gotta well, look it up. Uh, I'm just gonna go. You just be surprised at what I'm about to say. <laughs> Oh, okay. I remember now. All right, go for it. Well, sometimes I just have these uh, thoughts pop into my head. <laughs> and I think they're brilliant, and I have to share them with someone. So this one went to Danny first, but then I sent you a screenshot of the text. So I said, what if it's not called what if it's called the missionary position not because the missionaries were prudes but because the missionary ladies had long hair and no scrunchies like what if it was (laughs) what if it was just logistics you know you gotta think about it you have apparently (laughs) i have thought about it like long hair is great but there's some instances where just like flowing all over the place gets a little annoying like in the way right (laughs) so that's my uh, missionary position hot take who even named it that that's what we need to do we need to go back and study (laughs) do a deep dive hang on I'm gonna google that real quick (laughs) Google the missionary position. Hey, what do you, what do you, what did you think I was going to say in response to that? Like, what is the appropriate reaction what to do that you mean? thought? Like, what? I what just would said you it to you to, to make you laugh. I didn't want yeah, you know, to but... say anything. <laughs> <laughs> no further questions, Your Honor. <laughs> no, I meant like on the show, like just now, like what? what oh, it, I just wanted to make you laugh. All right, well, mission accomplished. <laughs> Missionary position. <laughs> no, I don't know. I was, I was sitting there thinking, like, all right, does she want like a like an actual response to this? Like, are we no. trying to break this down? No, I think that people are because when enough, you look at can... the when you look at the angles, <laughs> <laughs> they can break it down themselves. They they can you know, it makes sense. <laughs> it does make sense. No scrunchies. What what predated scrunchies? What did they use before scrunchies? Clips? Twine. Twine. <laughs> Gorilla glue. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean pins, like they had hair pins, I guess. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But Ma Ingles every night, man, she took those pins out, so <laughs> And didn't lose any of them. <laughs> That always threw me off as a kid. Like, all of a sudden, this lady had, like, this long, flowing hair. She really did. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Okay, we had a little (laughs) hic... Sorry. (laughs) I thought I'd just go ahead and get that out. Okay, so we just got kicked off of Zoom, and that led to this DM exchange, which, (laughs) with your permission, I like to read the DM exchange. Okay. Uh, this is we we're trying to get back on zoom and uh i'm not gonna say which one was from who i'm just gonna read it i gotta get up be back in a minute (laughs) it's not coming up for me that's what she said that's what she said damn it you got there first that's what she said that's what she said okay send me a new link (laughs) we are professionals (laughs) okay (laughs) are we tired of the missionary position talk yet should we move on to something more exciting oh come on (laughs) i'm sorry well well sometimes you move on to something more exciting and then you realize that the missionary position is what you really wanted to be talking about this whole time (laughs) Sometimes those more exciting topics just aren't as fulfilling. (laughs) Well, yeah. You never know. 
Okay. Are we moving on to ham or task? <laughs> We're moving on to the topic of ham, as my or wife wonders. housekeeping. <laughs> We're talking... I'm talking about missionary position and ham as my wife wanders through the room and gives me a look like, why did I marry a seventh grader? <laughs> okay. Let's talk about ham. All right. Okay. This First, what... I'm going to explain it. <laughs> okay. All right. Sometime I, I had my notifications off for a good part of this week, so I just opened my Twitter and I had like three grumpy dms from you in a row unrelated to each other (laughs) and the last one was what was it we don't really need ham or something like that (laughs) and i i what what made you strike out against ham (laughs) are you ready yeah all right, so I'm not against ham per se. Like I don't, I don't think ham is bad. Here's the, here's the key, Haas. It's not that ham is bad. It's just not good at anything. I disagree with you. Okay, uh, I know you're a big sport fan. Let's put this in sports terms. When you want to crack the rotation, you got to be good at something. <laughs> okay, you want to you want to get off the bench. You want to get into the game. You got to be good at something. You don't have to be good at everything. But you have to be good at something. And that's my issue with ham is that ham is not good at anything. Okay, could it just be that you don't particularly like it? <laughs> no. <laughs> and that taste is subjective. People so like different things. Well, listen, it's not my fault that some people are wrong. <laughs> All I can do is point it out to him. And when you're talking about ham, there is never a situation with ham where you, you, you're you thinking, oh, it's, it's got to be ham. Because every situation, if you substitute a different meat in there, it can get better. What about in like an omelet? Well, like... omelets are disgusting. Okay. But, I mean, put bacon in the omelet. It's, it's automatically better. <sighs> okay. Let me walk, walk you through it. Very quickly walk you through it. Some people put ham on pizza. You want ham on pizza. That's fine. Substitute pepperoni. It's automatically better. And I mean, you're thinking, okay, well. But I not need, if what I you need. want is ham. <laughs> you want, you, okay, so you want ham as the centerpiece. You want like cut meat as a centerpiece for a big dinner. Turkey. Turkey's better than ham as a centerpiece. Okay, so you want ham on a sandwich. All right, roast beef is better. Roast beef is better than ham on a sandwich. And you say, well, oh, I got to have ham and Swiss. Roast beef and Swiss. It's better <laughs> than ham. Ham just, it, it doesn't, it's subpar at everything. At um, Firehouse, the, I always get the club on a sub. And I can't imagine that sub without ham on it. <laughs> it would not be the club on a sub. It's just <laughs> okay, but is ham the is is ham the MVP of the sub? I mean, the sub itself is the MVP, but ham plays a critical role in making it delicious. I would wager that ham is probably the least important no part of the sandwich. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I can already hear my wife. Uh, if she listens to this, she's going to say, well, what about ham and pineapple pizza? And to that I say, fruit doesn't belong on pizza anyway. Sorry. Honestly, I think that there are not that many things that you could put with bread and cheese that wouldn't taste good. But, I mean, as far as savory, savory ingredients go. There's something about the, the like, the, like the, the feel of ham in your mouth. Like, it just, it doesn't. It's kind of spongy and like it's 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 very it's a very fatty meat. It's delicious. That's why, yeah, that's what makes it's, it delicious. You ever get like a like a just a big thick cube of ham? I don't well, like, like cubed ham. No, it's, but it'll like a, at Easter too. Like it, it just it gets <laughs> sliced real thick and it's fatty and spongy and tough. And it's like oh, like I'm I'm eating 
I'm eating the pig right now. That's that's what this tastes like. I'm just eating pig. <laughs> okay. Well, as always, I was there for you to receive your grumpy take. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you paid me you paid me back the next day or... oh i did <laughs> <laughs> we don't have time to get into that and so i'm sure we will at some point i'm sure let's we just, will let's just let that one marinate <laughs> so haas what are we listening to right now what are we listening to you go first I'm listening to you whine about ham. <laughs> <laughs> what you been? I mean, what you been listening to the last few days? I have been listening to. I have been listening to the some songs from the Third Day album, Conspiracy Number Five, their second album. Interesting. I have a soft spot for that album. I haven't gone a lot of places by myself, which is when I get most of my music listening in. But on Thursday night, I did a power cleaning to Parachutes. <laughs> Coldplay's uh, 2005 album. So old. Yeah. Uh, and today I turned on Folklore by Taylor Swift. While I was making dinner. That's, yeah, those were my two recently played albums. Also been listening to some, let's see, mid to late nineties Cheryl Crow. Oh my! I have uh, I have some stock in Cheryl Crow. Okay, Cheryl Crow. I'll probably tomorrow. Uh, after I'll, I'll definitely watch that halftime show with the weekend, and then I'll I'll put some of that on. I love the weekend. <laughs> Oh, man. It's good stuff. Well, he's already promised to deliver a PG halftime show. I doubt it. So. <laughs> I don't think he even has a PG song. I'm looking forward to, uh, I mean, this is, I'm looking forward to your, to your tweets. This is your, this is your heyday of I don't think Super I'm Bowl halftime tweets. I don't think I'm going to have the Super Bowl on. <laughs> I'm sorry to say. I think what Danny was... and I are watching a movie tomorrow night. I think we've already what got was, it scheduled. What you was know, when you get to this age, you got to schedule stuff. Yeah. <laughs> what was the scenario for your infamous Super Bowl tweet? Like, why was it on? Like, it why were you watching it? A Super Bowl, I don't even think. What? I think it was. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I'm. I don't know. I think it was the Super Bowl. Maybe. We will solve anyway. that mystery. <laughs> all right what is next hmm speaking of mysteries <laughs> all right so uh, becca and hannah or as i refer to them the lady stones <laughs> <laughs> quite a nickname they have earned <laughs> the Lady Stones, they, they teased something to us, uh, well, I think it was last episode or in between, I don't remember. They teased a story of getting thrown out of a homeschool geography class. <laughs> uh, and if if we know anything about our listeners, it's, it's that we needed to get to the bottom of that <laughs> and figure out what exactly went down. So we reached out to the Lady Stones and... They went ahead and recorded their explanation, which we were going to play right now, and then we will come back and decide if they were telling the truth or not. <laughs> so, this is uh, Hannah and Becca in their own words. Hey guys, it's the Stone Sisters, back at it once again to Woo-hoo. share a story of how we got kicked out of homeschool geography class. Okay, so picture this. I'm in 10th grade. Becca, you're in... I'm in 7th grade. I was three grades behind Hannah. How we're in the same class, that's a classic homeschool move. That's besides the point. Okay, so picture this. We're both goody-goodies. I never once, never cheat on anything. 
And it's super easy to cheat, and I never do it. And Hannah got all A's. I wasn't as good of a student, but yeah, I was all good. A's. Always did my homework. Teachers always liked both of us. Always did turn everything on time. Right, I, school really mattered to me. I was a very serious student, and I wanted to please adults. Still, anyways, okay, <laughs> we're in geography class. Our teacher, God bless her, mm. but she was um, she intense. had a lot. She had a lot to deal with. A lot to deal with, and um, was very adamant that one we memorize scripture verses every class. Like that was part of her homework. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. While drawing maps and other stuff related to geography. Anyway, so it's late <laughs> in the season, and and we're all picking countries to do reports on. And of course, I picked Thailand because I was just there for a mission trip. I picked two countries because I'm constantly trying to overachieve. Right. So the class is kind of rowdy. People are talking. I think I want to do this. I think I want to do that. And again, I'm normally pretty good in class. There's always boys in class who are always so loud, so talkative, so disruptive. Disrespectful. Do they they ever get in trouble? No. No. Okay. So then one of these bad boys was like, I think I want to do mine on Sweden. And for the first time in the class, I pipe up and go, (laughs) and for whatever reason, that set our teacher off off like over the edge like explosion like pissed off done with us fools she goes Hannah Becca and like debates about who's sitting next to us and goes Ashley you're out of here and I was so shocked like she ejected us from a game and so instead of going to the principals I'm doing air quotes you can't see this because of the podcast I literally just sat outside the class and was so pissed and and I actually remember being like Hannah should we like go should we go to the office and tell her that we got sent out and I was like absolutely not that is so unjust we did nothing So we just sat in the hallway for the last, like, 20 minutes of class. Yeah, so basically I just got to skip class. But that was the one and only time I got kicked out of class in high school. (sighs) Thanks, guys. Homeschool rebels. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so Haas, did you buy their explanation, yes or no? Um, I did buy it. I just didn't think that's what it was going to be. I I thought it was definitely going to be, like, related to something... Like, an inappropriate, like, place name, like Lake Titicaca or something like that. <laughs> you stole one of my jokes. How dare you? Uh, that's, I, that's what I was expecting. But I did believe the story because it sounds exactly like a homeschool setting and <laughs> the multiple grades together and the boys getting to do whatever they want. <laughs> Okay, so before we get to my alternate uh, theories, I did take notes. Okay. As, as they were explaining it, I just had a couple had a couple things I wanted to touch on. Uh, first of all, we know they're homeschooled because they're trying to please adults. Classic. <laughs> I also like the fact that like this is way down the homeschool rabbit hole. You call geography class a season. <laughs> As if it were a sport. <laughs> I missed that. That didn't mean you anything liter- to me because I went to public school. <laughs> you literally, you said this was late in the season. Oh, interesting. That's a homeschool thing? Uh, yeah, I just geography. Like when you don't have a football team, I guess you <laughs> study geography. <laughs> so... Um, <coughs> He also said that the boys were out of sorts. Hey, you know why they were sitting? You know, <laughs> you know why they were out of sorts? Because they were they were put off by the presence of so many babes in the room. <laughs> they were showing out. They were trying to get your attention. Yes, they definitely were. And if uh, homeschool boys know anything, it's that don't actually just talk to girls. Just sort of be obnoxious around them. <laughs> Works every time. That's right out of the homeschool playbook. <laughs> okay, I don't, uh, I don't really believe their explanation, though. Oh, okay. Let's hear so your alternate a, theories. A, well, we've already heard one of them, which was, <laughs> <laughs> which was they were. I believe they were thrown out because Becca repeatedly tried to get the teacher to say <laughs> Lake Titicaca. <laughs> uh, I also think they were. I think they were thrown out because Hannah. Called the Suez Canal Satan's butt crack. (laughs) 
You're not going to get any better than this. They'll only get worse. Uh, I think maybe a reason they got kicked out was because when the teacher said there were 195 countries in the world, Becca said, yeah, but Ken Ham says there's only 80. (laughs) And finally, I think they were kicked out of geography class because when the teacher mentioned the African nation of Chad, Hannah said, is that where youth pastors come from? (laughs) That's so stupid. Oh, my. That's so stupid. It's beautiful. I love it. (laughs) <laughs> all right we're ready for housekeeping thank you thank you hannah and becca yes for thank that. you you guys are the best yeah let's do some housekeeping mm, checking in on patreon we have one new patron we need to say hello to it's a guy uh see if you can guess his name chad <laughs> no good guess but matt what's what's no what's 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 the other one that would cause even more confusion Mm, Zach. Close. If I give you one more guess, I bet you'd get it. <laughs> How about you just tell me? <laughs> Jake. Oh, Jake. Hey, Jake. There's like, there's like four Jakes and four Zachs that we have to keep up with. And we will. We will forget to give you credit on a equal, uh, equal basis. So, shout out to you, Jake. Thanks for uh, joining up to support the show. Yes. Thank you. Also going down on Patreon, got a massive <laughs> message. An epistle. <laughs> it was. It was from David. David is making a play. And I didn't talk to you about this, Casey, but I feel like, you know, we, we give people labels on the show. Okay. You know, FSBT student of the year. I feel oh. like David is making a play to be a uh, resident uh, Krisagi scholar. What's the, what's the word when you're um, when you're like you're a part time professor? Uh, I don't know. I right on the tip of my tongue. I can't think <laughs> of this. Mine too. <laughs> um. <laughs> adjunct. Anyway. Yes, adjunct. Yes, Thank you. I did it. Beautiful. <laughs> nice. David, uh, he's making a play to become uh, adjunct professor of Krasagi studies. <laughs> it's yours, buddy. You can have it. <laughs> Or adjunct Krasagi scholar. That sounds better. <laughs> adjunct Krasagi scholar. Uh, talking about our old friends, the Krasagas brothers. Yes, it actually just came up in my time hop. Episode thirty-five is uh, the one, the fir- the deep dive on the Krasagas brothers. So, if anybody still hasn't listened to that, and you're like, who are these brothers that they're talking about? That's your episode. Okay, so that that's definitely the jumping off point. <laughs> um, David, we'll uh, we'll follow up on some of the minutia of your uh, of your epistle to us. We'll we'll follow that up like in the DMs after the show. But to just hit on some of the the main things, yes, we are aware of the uh, the pilot for the reality show, the reality show, and then the pilot for the sitcom. I don't know if I've seen the pilot for the reality show. I saw the, the sitcom. One, the reality show is the one where they're doing the exercise class, and I didn't see that with with all the women. And I think Brian is talking to one of the women and says she looks like a stripper. <laughs> Sounds like something Brian would say. <laughs> so the the issue I have with all this stuff is like people people send me stuff to make fun of all the time. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's like a person doing a cover of a Christian song mm-hmm. and it's re- it's really bad but it but the person's doing it in their basement and they've got like yeah. four subscribers on YouTube and it's like I I I'm not I don't want to brutalize this person, right. you know? They're it just doesn't feel right. So the Chrysagas brothers are kind of in that middle zone sometimes of like how how much can we laugh at this? You know what I mean? <laughs> you mean publicly <laughs> on this podcast? <laughs> because they work really hard to cultivate a brand for themselves. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
and I, I don't know. I don't want to be cruel, but at the same time, they're they're putting themselves out there, and mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's it's just it's 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 goofy sometimes, and I I think it's fair to laugh at it a little bit. Yeah, it is. It is because they. I mean, you just have to look at a picture of them to be like, mm, what's going on here? <laughs> to be fair, same could be said of me. But the hair, the the outfits, the photoshopping. So, a lot of photoshopping, a lot of touching up. The the like the the brazen like gaudy sexuality, which is somehow missing. It's like the. It's like the the appearance of sexuality, but mm-hmm. not really not really any sexuality. Yeah, a lot of their anyway. pictures make me uncomfortable. <laughs> Just <laughs> their chest hair, like mm, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I would like to d- direct David. I'll give you another jumping off point, David, and that would be on their website. They have a store where you can look at their toys, and a, and a favorite of mine and Casey is the Mandy Pandy. <laughs> is the Mandy Pandy doll, which you can buy for fifteen dollars. It's and I believe it, teach, it teaches about breast cancer, right? And on and honesty. And honesty. <laughs> and you forgot a very important word. It's this pretty. This pretty doll teaches breast cancer and honesty. Amazing. <laughs> Mandy Pandy. <laughs> one uh, one Christmas, uh, you will find a package, Casey, and it will be... <laughs> You better order it, be... it now. I don't. I don't have a feeling they're on top of their like web store stuff. <laughs> and it will be a signed Mandy Pandy doll, <laughs> signed by both of the brothers. I hope they deliver it personally. <laughs> if I remember correctly, your favorite Chrysagas video was the split second video. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love it. And the and the uh, the detective examining the sippy cup. Oh, before. Just so good, so good. <laughs> oh man, I, I think for me it's hard to get it's hard to get better than Barbie's bad guys and guns. Yep, that one too. As, and we can't see these anymore, right? Are these all gone? Some of them are. Some of them are back up. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> So, yeah, we will uh, we will get back with you, David, on some of that other stuff. But there's your there's your primer direction of where to go to get started. Yes. How uncomfortable did the did the sitcom <clears throat> pilot make you? Well, I didn't finish it. We talked about it. Did we talk about it on an episode? I think we talked a little bit about it. Just I was yeah. I, I couldn't remember because David David brought up the uh, there's an African American woman who yeah. is playing a a maid ster- a maid with a very sassy stare. Yeah, it's so bad that made <laughs> me very uncomfortable. It's a little, a little uncomfortable. Um, which you know, okay, yeah. All right, so let's move on to something a little. Uh, <laughs> a little more comfortable than the Chris August product. <laughs> the list is endless. <laughs> okay, so we were talking about the podcast, and one thing that has kind of been bouncing around in, in my head is I like a lot of the stuff that Casey says, and, and sometimes she'll drop things that are really interesting. And I wish she had more of a space to kind of tease that out a little bit and talk more about it. But 
I don't know, like sometimes with the back and forth, there's, there's not always, uh, the format is not always right for that. So I was talking to Casey, you know, the last week or so about maybe trying to create something, like create a segment where she's got more room, more room to talk and more room <laughs> to kind of spin out some of the, the deeper thoughts she has. So I asked her if she would consider doing like a listener response uh, segment where uh, people can write in questions or write in goofy things and she kind of takes the lead and really just talks about it on air kind of with like a long, longer format and key being like, yeah, I kind of like I'll still be on the air, but kind of take a step back and let her kind of run the segment. And she said, sure. <laughs> So what's what's this going to look like, Casey? Yeah. So your idea was like a, a an advice type thing, life advice. Uh, and first, that gives me like first, I'm like, wait a minute, you know. But actually, you know, I am getting up there in age and number of children and age of children and length of marriage. <laughs> so I might have something, you know valuable to say about things but um yeah and you had suggested that it be mainly for women but we don't want to close the door to anybody um but we also didn't want it to be like a casey splaining shtick like casey tells men how to (laughs) be better at being a human uh, well, the other part of that is it. We we noticed that a lot of a lot of the interactions we've had with the show, it, it seemed like a lot of them had been women that were responding to things that you had said in particular. Right, right. And we thought, well, okay, well, maybe what if, if we focus the segment that way of right, you know, Casey talking with other women, right? Maybe we would get more of a sort of an organic response. Yes. So yeah, so we're I uh created a new email address so we don't have to do everything through Twitter and also, you know, just I don't want to be a slave to Twitter sometimes. So uh, it is fsbtkc at gmail.com and um, that's just for me. I'm going to be the only one who sees the messages in there. So if you did want to send something like personal and you wanted it to be, be kept anonymous on the air or whatever, then there would be a space for that. Uh, Yeah. And also, I think it's not like we're going to have this segment on our show that is like, there's no humor involved or anything like that. We're still going to keep things light and, uh, you know, be funny when it's appropriate when talking about whatever, whatever someone might want to talk about. Uh, But we're also, you know, not going to make fun of anybody or (laughs) if it's if it's obviously heavy then we're going to respect that i'm going to respect that so yeah looking forward to this i really really (laughs) looking forward to this yeah i mean obviously i'm not like a licensed anything (laughs) i'm just a person who's been alive for 37 years and, and has been married for almost 18 and has four kids and, uh, you know, one of them a teenager now. So, yeah, like growing up in the church, uh, I don't want to use that word like deconstructing, but yeah, in a way, like going through that journey of like evaluating my faith and uh, deciding, is this what I believe because it's what was taught to me or because it's what I want to believe? Like all those sorts of things I feel like I could speak to for people, for anybody. So. Okay. So Casey, I am a, I'm a female listener of the podcast. Okay. I absolutely adore Casey. (laughs) That's why I listen. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of email should I write to you? Um, just, you know, uh, you know, if not missionary position, then what? Uh, <laughs> if not ham, then what? You no, know, just your basic. 
<laughs> just your basic life life questions. <laughs> if uh, if I'm, can I write to you and ask you to uh, give me Sarah Grove songs for whatever season of life I'm in? If everybody wrote to me and asked me, told me what they were going through and asked me to give them Sarah Grove song, that would make my life. <laughs> I would love to do that for people. Actually, we might make that part of the segment. <laughs> I'm going to give you an answer and then I'm going to give you a song. <laughs> so basically, people are going to get Sarah Grove's wrecks whether they ask for them or not. Yeah. Right? I mean, okay. yeah. <laughs> All right. So there you have it. Yeah, yeah I'm new, excited. Uh, new... Hopefully, you know, it's meaningful and not a flop. <laughs> I'm going to be watching Listen. this email box all week. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll really juice up the numbers here. Listen, listeners, this is the only thing standing between you and more Alex Jones voice. <laughs> the, 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 more que- the more questions and, and weird comments you email to Casey... The less time I have to make a fool of myself with <laughs> <laughs> through various means <laughs> on the show. So, what was the uh, what was the email address again? Fsbtcasey at gmail dot com. Boom. We're ready. We're ready to go. Right. I promise well, I won't make Matthew remind me to check it. <laughs> Well, it's it's on you because Matthew can't check it. I know, I know. <laughs> okay, well, we got to wrap the show up because I got to get off and I got to send like a hundred sports questions to that email. <laughs> 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 and I'm I'm going to just create a burner account and send sports it. fan <laughs> sixty nine. <laughs> no, I'm going to sign it. For, I'm going to sign each one of the emails from uh, <laughs> from. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness right. boom I did it. Beautiful. <laughs> nice.